today's journal is going out to Andrea, who sent me a very kind email. I really appreciate you taking the time to send that over, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Last week, you heard a replay of an episode with Stephanie O'Connell Rodriguez. We were talking about uh, the episode we recorded uh, regarding her choice of saying no to the engagement ring. It's one of my favorite episodes, and I enjoyed listening back to that so much, I decided to ask Stephanie to come back on again and join me here on the podcast. So Stephanie, how are you doing? Oh, I'm good. You know, still no engagement ring, but still married. So <laughs> there goes busting that myth. I mean, I think out of that situation, you got the more important thing down, right? The, the marriage still exists. <laughs> right. That's what we were really going for. Well, I appreciate you coming back and joining me again. We've had the pleasure of working on a really fun project together over the past. It feels like three years, but it's only been probably like, what, two months, two or three months? Yeah, it's been a pretty epic process, but I feel like our result is equally epic, so it feels worth it. For those of you who don't know, I'm talking about uh, the podcast called Money Confidential. Stephanie is the host, and I've been helping her produce it, and it's been a really insightful process of getting to hear you speak with all these individuals, just regular everyday people, and them sharing with you some really personal and really tough money situations that they're dealing with. Yeah, I think that's been my favorite piece of the podcast is so often when we talk about money, we talk about it from our place where we're already in the position of here is what to do X, Y, and Z. And that's so valuable and wonderful. But I know what happens is when we hear this on a podcast or in an article or from a friend, it's like, well, how does this really apply to my situation? Because I'm in XYZ place. And what Money Confidential, the format, is forcing us to do by starting with the listener stories and the listener interviews is to really meet people where they are and to talk about their circumstances and then talk about how does the advice we know really apply. And as you know, Chris, from producing this with me, man, is it really about so much more than money. I wanted to talk to you about one of these episodes in particular. This was episode two. This is with Sophia, which is not her real name. I I love that you keep everything confidential because I think they open up more because they know we're not going to share all their information on the internet. But in this episode with Sophia, she mentioned or she admitted in the episode that she had been keeping money secrets from her partner. Mm -hmm. And you got to dive into that conversation with her. So if you wouldn't mind, give us a quick overview of what that conversation was like and, and what you guys got into as you spoke through her situation. Yeah, so the short version of Sophia's story is that she is in her mid-30s, but back when she was in college, she got into credit card just basically trying to make ends meet. Nothing fancy, just trying to get it together. And she figured, you know, when I get my first job, I'll be able to pay this off relatively easily. And then, you know, the balance grew as it sometimes does as we go throughout life. And by the time she got into a serious relationship, that balance had really blown up quite a bit. And at some point, she told her then boyfriend about it, and he helped her pay it off. And then she paid him back. But what's happened now and what she shared with us in this episode is that she has now gotten herself back into that credit card debt and she feels like she doesn't know how to tell her boyfriend about it because she feels 
so many things. She's like, I don't want him to think that I'm incompetent. I don't want him to think that uh, he shouldn't trust me. I don't want him to think all of that. What really came up was that the way we talk about this kind of situation in personal finance world is that we use the term financial infidelity. Mm -hmm. And that means like keeping a secret from your partner. And it's like an action that violates the rules, boundaries of a relationship related to your money. But when we use financial infidelity, it sounds like it's so malicious. It sounds like, you know, you are lying to me. You are trying to hurt me. You are actively doing this to me. And I'm not saying that what is happening in this situation is okay. But what I am saying is that, like, when we really look at Sophia's situation, we're not seeing somebody who's malicious at all. We're seeing someone who's really fearful of the fact that she's let her partner down, that she's let herself down, that she feels ashamed for not just herself, but in the context of her relationship, for the future that she wants for both of them. And that that is a point of pain and vulnerability. And if we can talk to her and help guide her from that place rather than being like, stop committing financial infidelity, right? <laughs> like... My goodness, like that's that's so much extra, an extra layer of shame for her to have to take on before she even starts to figure out how she's going to tell her boyfriend about it. So that's kind of what came up for me in that conversation with her. And then also, you know, in each episode, we speak to an expert after we speak to the listener. And so in this episode, we talked to financial psychologist, Dr. Brad Klontz, and he brought this up too, right? He said, you know... So many people get into this circumstance not because they're trying to hurt people. They get into it for for fear of being left, for fear of having their shame compounded for so many other reasons. But when we talk about it from this place where we're like, you are bad because you are keeping this secret, that's a hard place to move forward from. Yeah, it really is. And Listening to these stories, like listening to Sophia and and her situation and how she basically fell back into an old habit like of debt. But I mean, we've all been there. Like I've had debt, paid it off and then got back into debt. We've all been there. Yeah. When you spoke with Dr. Brad Klontz about this, what was his recommendation for how someone in this situation can approach this conversation? Like she knows she's kept a secret all this time. Right. She's really fearful what's going on. I remember even in the interview, she mentioned that she wouldn't be angry if the tie, if the, you know, the roles were flipped. But now she's still in that position of, I don't know what's going to happen when I bring this up. What, what, what happened in that conversation with Brad and how he would say someone should approach this situation? Yeah, well, one of the important points when Brad and I were talking about financial infidelity was like, you know, financial infidelity is a violation of the relationship. But you can only violate something once you've set an expectation. And the fact is, most couples don't really set expectations around their finances. And so that's part of what makes this so tricky is like, okay, we might know what infidelity looks like to us, you know, from a perspective of who we're intimate with. But financially, we have to make those rules for ourselves. So what he was saying is like, oh, you know, maybe they have never had the conversation where it's like, you know, We're at the point in our relationship where if you have credit card debt, I expect to know about it and vice versa. Because I know that in the first few dates, that's not where I was. But if that happened now, yeah, I would be upset. So I think a lot of what this was, 
in my conversation with both Sophia and Dr. Brad Klons was about how important it is to say, like, these are the rules, expectations, and boundaries around money in our relationship. And she can start that conversation from a place of vulnerability and saying, you know what, I know this situation happened a few years ago, and I have something to share with you, and I want to be open about it in this moment because I really need your help to push through it. But I also want to set an expectation and a precedent for us to have very clear expectations, rules, and boundaries around money and a regular money dialogue so this doesn't happen again. Because what I'm finding is that when I'm trying to do it on my own, that's when I fall back into these patterns that aren't good for me or for our relationship. So what can we do to better manage it together? I thought that was such great advice because we oftentimes don't have expectations set in a relationship. You're kind of just winging it. You're just you show up each day to the relationship and you're just like, hey, well, we'll see what happens next. Like, you don't really I know. sit and have those conversations. You, you buy in? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's about as far as go. You, do, do you want to split the check? Like, that's that's like really pushing the envelope as we get, right? And sometimes we get, we get married before even moving past that point, right? That's yeah. wild. Marriage is a legal contract. Like, your finances affect me <laughs> legally. And yet we can't, we haven't had a conversation about what the expectation is. And this is nobody's fault, again, right? Like, this is just like, nobody told us this. Our parents probably didn't talk about this stuff with us. And and that was the other thing that came up in conversation, right? It's like, what makes money in relationships so hard is one, is like, one, money is already hard for us in our relationship with ourselves. And then two, you got two people who have disordered relationships typically around money and different money histories, and then they come together and they have this like precedent of not talking about it. And it's like shocking that we're not all on the same page for some reason. I was like, yeah, it's not shocking. People fight about money and that is normal. But let's talk about ways we can make that a better conversation so that it becomes a point of strength and a tool for building the things we want together instead of this point of tension. Yeah, exactly. It's We have no practice in talking about money in a healthy way. So what makes us think that when you jump into a relationship, in the most intimate intertwining of your personal lives that money is not going to be an issue between the two of you. Exactly. I'm like, money is complicated and relationships are complicated. So why do we think that combining these two complicated, sticky, hard things is not going to be complicated? But what I always say is like, you know, just because it's complicated, just because it's uncomfortable, doesn't mean it's not a conversation worth having either. Mm, Exactly. I think if People really want to dive more into this topic. I think they should go check out this episode. This was episode number two of Money Confidential. I think it's worth going in and listening to the rest of this episode, but also, I mean, the rest of the season. At this point, we're about, what, six episodes into uh, Ooh, the, the season? halfway. The halfway yeah. point. There's some really great episodes coming up with some, I mean, amazing guests. Some of them have been on uh, Popcorn Finance before. Farnoosh Tarabi, Paula Pant, and then, of course, you, the host, Stephanie O'Connell Rodriguez. So before we get out of here, where can people go if they want to listen to the podcast and want to check out uh, your show or maybe even just say hi and reach out to you? What's the best place for them to go? Absolutely. So you can search for Money Confidential wherever you are listening to this podcast would be a good place to start. And I'm everywhere online, Instagram, all the good things at Stephanie O'Connell. Perfect. I'll make sure that all goes in the show notes so people can easily go in there and find it. 
a big thank you to all of you for coming back and joining me here for another episode. And if we haven't connected on Instagram yet, come on over. My handle there is at Popcorn Finance Podcast. It'll be great to get to know you over there. Also, I'm working on something special, a special idea, project. I don't know how you would phrase it, how you would word it, but I'm going to be doing it through Instagram. So I'll be pulling from people there to help me test these ideas out. So it'd be great to have you be a part of it. As always, I appreciate you joining me here for another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week, and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy, keep it popping like Mary Poppins.